one of the things I do is I like to connect them, as you said, with other professionals. When students see people that look like them, they realize that they can inspire, they are inspired to do that. They know they can also do it. When they see educators that look like them, they know I can do it because you did it. So it's important that we really, that not only are we giving them hands-on curriculum, but we're giving them real world experience. We're getting them internships. We're letting them meet and interview and talk to people that are really in those professions. And that's really the key to kind of keep them going on the chain. Today, I'm happy to bring you a very quick podcast with somebody that's really, really impactful, somebody I really wanted to get on the show because of all she that she does for students in the community. She has a special focus on minority students, helping them get ahead and I'm helping them achieve greatness, specifically helping them get jobs in the fields of tomorrow, which are also the highest paying jobs of tomorrow. So I really am happy to introduce you guys to um, Dr. Stacy Williams. Hi, Stacy. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And, you know, you did it for me last minute, so I really appreciate that, too. It's an honor. It's an honor. Anything to help the students. No problem. Now, the thing I like about you is that you balance a purpose with your career, you know, with a pursuit. You come from, you know, New York, Queens, you know, shout out to Queens. <laughs> You know, shout out to Queens. And um, you know, you took your you took your skill set and then you began to get momentum on learning about it, on becoming better at it, becoming better at teaching it. And now you're really impacting students all over the state of Connecticut, really. How did you decide or how did you actually get into STEM? Well, that's a really good question. I actually did not start out as a STEM education major, um, nor was I interested in doing STEM. I originally said to myself, I was going to be a doctor. I wanted to be a pediatric um, cardiologist. And I went to school and I studied biology because I thought that's what you had to do to um, become a doctor. And I hated it. And I was like, this is not working. I was also discouraged from doing it uh, by professors. And I said, you know what, I'm going to change my major. Um, I'm going to still, you know, inspire healthy attitudes um, with students. Um, so I'm going to get my, I ended up getting my bachelor's of science in health education. And right out of school, I got a job and they didn't put me in health education. They actually made me a math and science teacher. And I started teaching a math and science in an urban area in New York. And I loved it. Um, it was inspirational. It was exhausting mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of how it all started to move I then received my master's in curriculum instruction so I started saying to myself this curriculum that they have isn't good enough for our kids um, it's not inspiring them so I wanted to make a difference and I wanted to make a change and how I did that was I started editing the curriculum more hands-on learning more interactive learning that allows students all students but specifically minority students to be inspired um, I continued that on and I received my um, PhD in higher ed administration. And that was mainly because I wanted 
other educators to start doing the same thing I was doing. I wanted them to be able to not only teach STEM um, interactively, but be able to teach multicultural students and be able to inspire them so that they actually are interested in STEM education. So although I didn't take a direct path, through my path, I realized how important STEM education is. There are tons of careers out there for students, yet many students aren't inspired to stay in STEM. They take the classes, they're often discouraged as I was, mm -hmm. and they leave. So we really need to inspire our students, specifically minority students, and remind them that they can do it. They need to see people that look like them in those majors, and they need to be inspired to move forward. So my mission was to get teachers to kind of have the passion I have to be able to help other students. Now you've taught in major cities, you know, New York City, you were, you were a teacher. Um, you taught in Atlanta, you know, a, as a teacher. Now you're actually, you know, the type of kind of teacher icon that students can look up to because the great thing about the STEM careers that you represent with your teaching and your curriculum is that they are the highest paying jobs of the future. You know, so even me, when I went to Atlanta, it was the first time I actually began to see black CPAs, black doctors, black architects. And like these, there's such a high black population there that I began to see like, yo, I can do something big because I'm seeing people do it all around me. And they're just like me. How do you connect with students with your curriculum today that lets them know that, hey, even though you may be in school for a while, it's worth it. And here's why. How do you connect with students now about staying in school after, after high school? I think a lot of it is exactly what you just said. I mean, I've taught in urban areas and suburban areas, and I've taught students of all color and all creeds. And the fact is, what it really comes down to is they have to be inspired while they're in those younger grades. They have to know that they can do it. They, they cannot be discouraged because it's really easy to discourage a kid. It's really hard to continue to support that child and make sure that child knows they can do it. And I don't let children know it's going to be easy because it's not. They are going to have people that try to block them, that try to stand in their way. But part of one of the things I do is I like to connect them, as you said, with other professionals. When students see people that look like them, they realize that they can inspire, they are inspired to do that. They know they can also do it. When they see educators that look like them, they know I can do it because you did it. So it's important that we really, that not only are we giving them hands-on curriculum, but we're giving them real world experience. We're getting them internships. We're letting them meet and interview and talk to people that are really in those professions. And that's really the key to kind of keep them going on the chain. Because the fact is, specifically minority students are going to hit many obstacles, financial obstacles. They're gonna hit obstacles when it comes to people discouraging them. They're gonna hit obstacles because maybe their schools didn't properly prepare them, specifically in the math and sciences. So they're gonna struggle because we know our minority students are the first ones they put in all those remedial classes, which means they start college and they're not even really getting college credit. So it takes them longer to graduate. So one of the biggest things, and even something I talked about, um, I did in my actual dissertation, was I talked to students that were doing well in STEM, and I said, how come you're persisting? When so many other students drop out, you stayed in the field, your juniors and seniors and recent graduates what made you do it? And the fact is, they, a lot of them said it's self-motivation. 
So we have to make sure that our students have enough pride in themselves, have, they can encourage themselves, and that really starts in education. It starts at the younger grades when we tell them they can do things and they begin to believe that and it can continue to move forward. I'm excited to work with you inside the initiative Worldwide Voices. Um, and since you've got your doctorate, I, I love calling you Dr. Stacy STEM because that's basically, you know, you, you're everything STEM, you teach um, kids STEM. When it comes to Worldwide Voices, what type of curriculum will you be teaching? And what is the real world application? Like what would students be able to do with, you know, just that course you're teaching in the future? Well, one of the courses that I want to bring into Worldwide um, is simply the fact that there is a large connection between construction and STEM. Um, and this includes real estate as well. Um, what we do know is in urban areas, the real estate is usually very different in other areas. I mean, I was even watching um, the news the other day and they were talking about how cities have higher heat rates because they have like row housing and they use cheap materials to build those houses. So they hold heat which often cause things like asthma in those areas. So the fact is, I want students to understand that we can use green technology, green energy to build homes, that we, they can learn what's necessary to build homes in their neighborhoods that are safe, that are better for the environment, and that are even more cost effective. I want them to meet construction people and real estate people and green energy people and understand that there are so many different paths that even if they're not necessarily interested in the science behind it, they can look and they can learn from the science and build that information to manufacturing and creating these other things that they're interested in. Um, so the real key is not only allow them to interview people in those fields, but allow them to actually see some of the construction being done. And then go ahead, maybe even um, start testing some of the old homes and compare them to the new homes and let them start making some of these choices and realizing the importance of urban housing, affordable urban housing, and more importantly, green urban housing, so that they're continuing to move forward and learn like the next generation. What I love about what you're teaching for Worldwide Voices and what you're bringing to students every day in your in your everyday life is that it also is a path to wealth creation by teaching our kids stem like you mentioned you you know especially if they can do what you did and go up to phd level you put yourself in a different income bracket which means you open up opportunities for yourself doubling down with that by teaching kids the importance of understanding how real estate is built and the science behind real estate you know, real estate is the number one wealth builder in this country. People owning rental units, building condos, building houses, um, and all different types of ways of approaching real estate from construction to being a realtor, to being just an investor. Like you're taking something that's scientific, whether it's studying STEM and getting your PhD, or whether it's just understanding the science of real estate and giving students a road to wealth building, which I really appreciate. Um, I definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Um, thank you for having me. I mean, your story is very inspiring. I want to thank you again for doing this for me last minute. Um, and most importantly, I want to thank you for being a part of Worldwide Voices. Thank you so much. 
I'm excited and I mean, construction and real estate is just the beginning. We can open students' eyes to many other STEM fields, including the medical field. And the fact is we need to inspire our students, but really our minority students, that they can do this, that they can be wealthy, that they can move forward and take the right path. And education is the way to that. Thanks for having me. Thanks again. And thank you guys for tuning in. Um, look out for this as we release it in um, written form, audio form, and definitely get the video out there to you. Stacy, you have a wonderful day and I'll connect with you soon. Thanks. It was a pleasure. Have a good one. Thank you.